On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Only I could go. And welcome back to the last hour of the program. Five minutes after six here on High Tide. Grant Boyden and Kieran Ricky looking at 19 degrees in Sydney today. 19 in Newcastle, 24 in Brisbane. And I reckon uh, Crescent Head will be absolutely gorgeous today. We'll find out more about that in just a second. For Sydney enclosed waters today, northwesterly 10 to 15 knots, tending west. 15 to 20 knots in the early afternoon, then decreasing to 10 to 15 in the evening. Seas below 0.5. For the Sydney uh, Broken Bay to Port Hacking coastal waters forecast, northwesterly 15 to 20, tendling westerly 15 to 25 knots in the early afternoon. Sea should be 1 to 1.5 metres, increasing to 1.5 to 2 metres in the early evening, and the swell will be coming in from the south at point five. Tomorrow, a strong wind warning has been issued, Kieran. Yes, it certainly has. <laughs> and uh, Just what I needed. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's it. Take your life jacket. You better take a couple of spares. But not to worry, Blakey will be in attendance, so you will survive. <laughs> he will be in attendance. And he's, he will have the cameras going. He said, I wouldn't miss it for quids. Nope, and he's got channel 2, 7, 10, you name it. He's got them all there. 502 Fox Sports for entertainment. He's got it all happening. But uh, talk about entertainment. Last weekend, up at Crescent Head, the Blue Water Fishing Club, the Crescent Head Country Club, yeah. held their fishing comp. How did they go? It was very good, I do believe. But I'm going to talk to Kerry Hudson, who's the secretary. Good morning, Kerry. Good morning. How are you going? I'm going good. I'm yeah, going good. Uh, now, are you the chairman or the assistant chairman of the club? Assistant. Assistant chairman. Okay. So how did things go last week? Oh, it was great, mate. It was, uh, the, the weather, you couldn't get better weather. There was, the swell was down. It was a bit cold in the morning, but uh, um, as the day got on, there was no hardly any wind and, and beautiful sun and warm. Yeah, really nice. You, you, take a, you take a little bit of coolness for that sort of an exchange with no wind and, and slight seas, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, it was great. And generally, it's um, breaking when, you know, when we normally have a comp, a big swell and wind and stuff, you know, but this was just superb. Well, okay, what was the weigh-in like? Oh, it was a great weigh-in, mate. It's, um, John Mosley, our president, done the weigh-in, and there was a hell of a lot of fish caught. There was some nice snapper come in, but um, there was a bloke called uh, Sam Redman. He got a snapper at, it was 7.15. Gee, that's so it was fish. a hell of a fish. Yeah. And we got, that come from the boats, and uh, and there's another, John Hutton, there. Uh, I've got a pearl perch, he was 1.999. And there was a few trag caught and pig fish and flathead. There were only, you know, there was, uh, flathead weren't real big flathead. It's just 0.751. But um, the boats had a good day. had a really good hour. There's plenty of fish caught and there's some nice snapper caught. That was a bit of a challenge, which the prize money for a, the big snapper was around 200. That's okay. Happy, happy spending it at the club. Well, I, I, yeah, I'd say he would have spent a little bit there because they hang in there after the weigh-in and that. But um, we had a beach rock and estuary section too, you know, so there, yep. there was sort of there was a lot of people. There was about 90-odd people entered into it. But at the weigh-in, you, you get about 160-odd people because they bring the family and the kids and everything down. And we whack a barbecue on, mate, and a few sausages and that. And, and it's like a bit of a um, sightseeing thing. They like People like to see the big fish getting weighed in and that. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah, actually. and there was a hell of a lot with a fish actually. You see him walking down with the big eskies and that, carrying them in one either side, walking them down. And think, well, what the hell they got in that? <laughs> yeah. Anticipation. Any of those fish off? Yeah, we, we um, they, they, they put them in, give us some, a donation, and we do a sort of a, a raffle thing later on. Right. And uh, it, it was in the, in the beach rock and estuary section. There was there was some jew fish caught, but they weren't real big fish. They were around about um, four point two five, and they're all about the same size. I thought they'd you know like if you start getting smaller ones like that, there'd be a yeah. big one laying around somewhere. You would have thought there would have been a big one there. 
No, that was that was the uh, that was the weight that the one that won it was four point two five, and um, but there's a bit of competition there. Like Jew, Jew fishermen, a Jew fishermen, they they target that species, and yeah. we have uh, well, like there's a young bloke here called Lloyd Mather. He um he come in, and the other bloke that actually won it, the the fish look pretty well twins, and but Lloyd bought his in. He had a gut. It's got to be gilled and gutted, but he f- forgot to take the gill out. So I don't know how much a gill weigh, but we said, and a little bit of discussion went on, and so we said, "Look, mate, you better rip the gill out." <laughs> but anyway, uh, Andy Hutton, he, he he got in the end, he got it. So yeah, he was very happy with it. And there was some good drama caught too, like I mean, one point five eight nine, which is good. Yeah. The brim brim weren't real big in the beach rock industry section. It was only point seven seven seven, but that guy walked away with two hundred. Okay, what about the flathead? Yeah, the flat we got the, the, the flathead was just they weren't real big flathead, but they get the hell of a lot of flathead on the back beach at the moment. The fish are actually pretty good. The flathead was a point uh, six four three, but um, yeah, but there's some good tail on on back beach at the moment because this uh, uh, John Hope he was he was the wearer of the tailor and, and the tailor was three point five zero. Oh, that's all right. It's, it's nice fish, and, and yeah, so they all had a pretty happy day in that type of thing. Then we got we had the young fellas, you know, the juniors, the under sixteen, so they go fishing with mum and dad or pop or uncles and that. Yeah, they had a good day too. So that you know, like I mean, there's a, a young fella of Hatton's. His snapper was three point four five. He fished in the boat. They can go either with their parents in the boat or they can go on the beach. Yeah. Did the better catchers go to bait or to lures? No, bait is the yeah, the, you, you, you just mainly bait. Only the, the tail on that they were spinning them up. Right. At the moment, the tails on back beach are pretty thick. They're um, big schools of them down there, so uh, they're everywhere. But they're not, you know, they get the odd big one amongst them. But um, yeah, they're still good fishing. I've just worked it out, Kerry. With uh, all the money you guys are giving away, the reason why you've got big turnouts at the weigh-in is not for the gawkers to look at the fish. It's to work out who's taking the win, so that when they go into the club, you can go, "Hey, mate, you're your loaded shout. up now. Your shout." Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how much that went on. <laughs> I reckon yeah, a fair bit of it. Yeah, we had we had uh, yeah John Mosley, our president. He he done the um, all the way in and, and presented the prizes. A lot of work goes into it. You've got to take your hat off to John. He, he does a hell of a job. But without like the Country Club, they they're our major sponsors, and and they and without them, we'd be you know we we wouldn't be able to do what we could do. But but we did. Well, have what other, about the other, garage? Um, yeah, uh, local tackle stores at the garage, isn't it? Yeah, well we, that, that that's um, they, they've got all the gear. At, it's called Access Fuel. There's only one garage in in Crescent Head. It's just like a mini store, and they've got camping, surfing, fishing, bait and tackle, ice, gas. It's you know it's pretty good. And even the petrol, the diesel and petrol. It's I don't know how what it, what the price is a litre. It's one point. Uh, it's one a dollar seventy eight point nine a litre. You know, so and you can get everything that you well, you know, from the garage if you. Yeah. Well, it's not a. Major store, but it's everything you need. Yeah, necessities. Yeah, the necessities. Yeah, you, see, you don't have to go far because you can. You know, like you go down the back. There's a lot of nice little headlands and stuff down there. You got when you start from Crescent Head, you got you got little knobby, big knobby, and then you got race course, uh, big hill, plumber, delegate. You know, there's a lot of fishing places down there, and you can camp there. So, what sort of numbers do you get along for uh, the, these comps? Oh, we we generally get about ninety to odd. That's not a bad turnout. Yeah, it is. It, it, see, we're, we're only just recovering from uh, from um, COVID and that too, yeah. which, it's not, which is like everybody else. We're just sort of starting to build it up again. We had a couple of years off because of that sort of thing. So, and when you do that, people forget very. When you do that, people forget very quick, don't they? You have to. Yeah. You have to give it a couple of years to give them a reminder. Oh yeah, I need to book that weekend. Or it gets close, and they go, Oh, hang on a sec. Well, well yeah, I forgot it was on. Yeah, because they yeah. it goes off their radar. Yeah, that's it. That's that's the whole thing. We just got to get the momentum back again and. And see, a lot of people come from, well, we've got a big crew come from Bulladoola and a heap come from Newcastle and all over the place, and, and they really enjoy the weekend. Oh, it's, one of, it's on their um, wish list every year, and they're always here, and, you know, and it's good. And the winner uh, is up there, Ross Clean and his wife? 
They've been into the club. You met them yet? From our comp? From our comp here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't, I haven't actually met them, no. No. Uh, they were the, the ones that won the accommodation. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, I haven't met them, no. Yeah. But the, the secretary manager has. Uh, yeah, uh, young Colin. Yeah, Colin, yeah. i tell you what, Colin, uh, he's a good president, mate. He, he gives us, helps us out wherever he can. So we, we can't, you know, like, I mean, we can't be more grateful. No, no, he's, I'm going to tell you, you were very, very lucky to snooker him away from Riverstone. Oh, yeah, 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 mate. He was, well, the club's just gone up and up and up since Colin, he's doing a hell of a job, even through, like, where the other places were losing business and clubs were closing, we were going ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so you, you know, you, you've got to take your head, head off to that, yeah. And a lot of that, Kerry, boils down to the good community vibe up there. Yeah, well, all the communities sort of they, they everyone you know talks to each other and gets gets on well and you know and and word gets around and yeah, it's good. Good shop, good. Uh, what would you say, bakery there? Pies yeah, are good there. Bakery, yeah, it's yeah. it's a, when you go there of a morning, especially on a weekend, there's a lineup. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, I have. I've been part of it. So they're doing great, good business. So th- yeah, that's a great thing. Mm, we got a um, when when we done that we we had uh, two thousand dollars worth of fishing gear too. Uh, not only just the the prize money for the fish, there was other heap of novelty things we had on the day too. Oh, great! And um, Jackson O'Donnell, uh, he's a local young bloke, electrician. He won two thousand dollars worth of fishing gear. Wow! So and then, you know it was a good prize for him. And he was talking about buying stuff, but. Some of the gear that he, he bought to the top of the range, those lures and that, they're not cheap. No, no, you hate losing them. No, yeah, so looking at the price on a couple of them, is 36 to $40 a, a lure. And I mean, that, yeah, you know, the fish takes that, they go, oh, dear, well, there you go, <laughs> yeah. the end of the range. Yeah, try and tell the wife why you just lost three or four. This fish is a bit big, should we cut the line? No, don't cut it, don't cut it. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> I bet it does. Yeah, having this happen. All right, Kerry. Other um, sponsors too, you know, like the, uh, with the novelty side of it. We there's a little uh, a lady and her husband, Enley. Uh, she's the founder of this this company. It's it's Flick and Sip Co. And yep. they've invented this little uh, thing you put on your bait belt, and you can put a stubby in it or a drink, and you know, like you, you, the belt you put around as you're walking up the beach. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they put, they've come up with this little good idea. It's a wonderful little idea. You would have to see it to sort of um, to actually work with your of what I'm talking about. But it's, you can put um, stubby holes and everything in it, and it's made in Australia. And, yeah, and, and actually uh, she done the commentary for, for all the novelty prizes. Oh, that's good. And she'd done a hell of a job. She 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 put a little bit of humour in it, and, and even the kids and everyone was laughing, and, you know, she, she sort of added that little woman's touch. Oh, yeah, good. that's what you need. That's oh, what makes have, everybody and, come back the following year. Listen, oh, Kerry, yeah, i got to... Yeah, she did. She added that little bit of happy, you know, like that something that women do. I don't know, and, and plus, I got out of doing a job. Right. <laughs> Not to worry. Right, i got to go. Right, but thanks very much, and thanks very much to uh, the Crescent Head Country Club, yep. for uh, sponsoring and supporting us as well. Yeah, we well, look forward to supporting you, you guys. What happened down on the bridge? Yeah. Well, down uh, here, here yeah. a couple of months ago, about half with the tides coming in, you get all the uh, leathery fishermen down there. There's a door local fellas, and they catch them, and they go, they get a fair few fish, but they use those synthetic lures. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got a, an old bloke uh, called Arthur Ferkins. He's around, oh, he's around his late 70s, 80s. And, he, and all the other fellas pull their fish up on the rock. But he's a bit old and he can't get out on the rocks to get them. So he walks them over to the beach. Yep, that's the way to do it. Uh, hey, listen, Kerry, I've got to go, there. mate. I don't and mean to be rude, but dog, I've got to go. Dog come flying out from under the bridge, grabbed hold of the blackfish and headed in the last scene heading towards Richardson Crossing. Kez, I go. I gotta go, buddy. See ya. Talking sport.
I managed to work out how to listen to you fellas when I was over oh, really? in Malaysia. So good to come back at 3 o'clock and listen to Tungsy's one-liners, Pappy pronouncing the names of all those boys that I couldn't even half get my tongue around. Graham explaining all the complicated rules in layman's terms and then, of course, Robbo. <laughs> if Tigers don't win, he always takes his happy pills before he comes on. Weekdays from 3. I'll be saying, what on earth? Is the world coming to an Aussie in charge of Tottenham Hotspur? And it's not any club. We are talking Tottenham, Tottenham. Hotspur. This is 2SM. So I got invited out to watch the State Origin. Mate, you wouldn't believe it. Now, I've been kicked out a few pubs in my life. <laughs> <laughs> this bloke shut the pub down at 9.30. As soon as the game was over, he kicked everybody out. Absolutely yeah. classic. <laughs> Queensland are the biggest certainties to ever go around in a football game next game. The biggest certainties in origin history. The biggest certainties in... Talking Sport, weekdays from three. Sustained performance in footy is more than just one great game. It's about playing consistently game after game, season after season. Host Plus has delivered strong performance over the long term with top returns over 20 years. A top performing super fund over the long term, that's a plus. Issued by Host Plus PTY Limited. Super ratings SR50 balance index January 2023. General advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PDS and T&D at hostplus.com.au. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Search compare Host Plus today. Hey, it's Candy here. As a presenter in the world of sport, I see many powerful performances. Now, thanks to Azito, we're helping power your next DIY project. Did you know Azito's 18-volt range is powered by Einhell? German-designed quality, driving innovation and performance. So you can power over 85 cordless tool and garden products with the same battery. Azito, powering DIYers all day, every day. Exclusively available at Bunnings Warehouse. After the big game, every sports fan deserves to kick back and relax. And what better way to do that than with a mattress from OMF? Get ready to unwind in style with the ultimate in comfort and relaxation. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to OMF and check out their game-changing range of mattresses. Shop online or at over 50 locations nationwide, 100% Australian designed and owned. Where comfort meets sport. Have you been charged with a criminal offence? Need legal representation or advice? With our dedicated criminal team, you can have the peace of mind that you need on any day at any time. Contact our criminal law team at Brighton's Lawyers today on 1800 017 017 or visit brightons.com.au. Available 24 hours a day. For expert legal representation, save 1800 017 017 to your phone. Bryden's Lawyers, we do support you when you need it most. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM, 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms. Running with my friend Scurrying down the riverbank Taking our positions on the bridge Hoping for that red fin One pound to put in mama's fridge Where the wobbler and the dragonfly Knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to It is 24 minutes after six here on High Tide. Hope you're having a good morning. It looks like a, a fair sort of day, particularly if you're thinking of doing a bit of estuary fishing or anything like that. Well worth uh, getting out and enjoying. Just be careful, Brendan. Don't dial that number that's on the screen. It's the wrong number. <laughs> Kieran, Kieran's had a bit of uh, bit of fun this morning. Did get the chance to speak to Claude though, so nice to chat with you, dude. We should chat sometime. We should chat sometime. It was a beautiful day out on the water yesterday. It's expected to be around about the same today. Nineteen degrees, not much wind about. Uh, about fifteen kilometres per hour out of the west. The forecast for um, the enclosed waters. 
at uh, Sydney Harbour, Pitwater and Botany Bay. Northwestly 10 to 15 knots, tending westerly 15 to 20 knots in the early afternoon, then decreasing 10 to 15 knots in the evening. Seas below 0.5, a little bit more lumpy. Uh, if you head offshore today, uh, northwesterly 15 to 20 knots, tending westerly 15 to 25 knots in the early afternoon. Seas 1 to 1.5 metres. What what sort of um, seas sort of do you sit there and go, yeah, okay, I'm not interested, Karen? 1.5 to 2 today? 2.5. Two 2.5 and and is about your, your bag limit? Uh, oh. No. No, it all depends. All depends on what? It, it, it all depends on what size boat you're in. <laughs> well, true. If you're in an ocean liner, you don't care too much. I'm just talking in general. Right. At what point do you get panicky? Besides now. When the water's coming over the top of the boat. <laughs> when the water's coming over the top of the boat. Yeah. Melinda Pavey, good morning. Good morning, Grant. How are you, Kieran? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, that's a great answer, Kieran. <laughs> I haven't been all that well. I seem to be uh, not as good as what I should be this morning. No, he's not bouncing off the walls, Melinda, and it's uh, taken him four goes to get your phone number, so... <laughs> I don't know why I read out Swanny and Yvonne's phone number for yours, but... Well, luckily, Yvonne picked up, who was pleasant as... Yeah, he usually is. Because at this time of day, you don't want to be making too many wrong calls if you, you understand what I'm talking about, Melinda. Uh, people get upset. I tell you, the you know, Crescent Head bloke you just had on, the assistant president of the Crescent Head Fishing Club, yeah. he was bloody good, wasn't How he? Enthusiastic he? How enthusiastic is he? How enthusiastic. And it's got some great stories too. Yeah, everyone's got great stories at the minute. There's there's an ocean full of fish and whales. Heaps of plenty them. Plenty of whales. Plenty of whales, plenty of sharks. Yep, everything's looking good and lots of, um, lots of flathead. Lots of yellowtail. Everyone's happy. So how's your week? What prawn farmers? Well, apart from the prawn farmers, exactly, up at um, the Clarence. So, yeah, it's a really tough one. The government uh, announced a $21.5 million rescue package. And, you know, that sounded good on the, on, the, on the front end. But in the back end, you know, the devil's always in the detail. There's a lot of farmers up there um, that just they're saying won't survive because there's no personal support. They can't catch prawns for two years, but there's no assistance for them on an individual basis. Um, and that's what's really tough up there. And let's remember that white spot, you can still eat the prawns, but it's about containing that disease getting anywhere else, which is really, really important. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of, lot of people aren't going to make it through the end of that um, of that two-year ban, so that's really tough. So the money that they've given, where, where is that going to go? It's going to rent relief um, for Crown Lands. It's going to help pay off some other loans that they have to DPI. It's going to the DPI itself to further investigate and you know do the analysis. It's going to um, in further infrastructure to avoid this happening again, but it's not going... To individual, um, you know, trawlers to, to help them through it. So that's a bit of the consternation at the moment. Well, not much point in investigating um, too much into it if there's no farmers left at the end of the day, is there? Well, that's right. And, you know, if you're small, it's going to be really tough. But if you're big, you might be able to see your way through it. So, you know, I think we'll, we'll always have Clarence River prawns at the end of it. But, um it's it's going to be really tough. And, you know, I saw some money there for some mental health counselling. Well, you know, it's just this is something beyond their control um, and they're not going to get any support as an individual um, for, for for wages and, and for business lost, and that's a really tough aspect. Yeah, yeah, hard times, very hard times. So 21 yeah. mil is not enough. Well, it's the the rules around how that money spent is not allowing individual farmers or trawlers to be able to to see their way through it. That's a that's, to apply. that's what's really concerning. So, yeah. um, it's a really tough time for those people up there. And while looking after the industry is important, it's also important to look after the people at grassroots level too. Yeah. So the irony is, there's some money there for some mental health support, but. Um, not to actually get them through. So, look, 
it's it's tough for all it's tough for all people involved in it. But um, I think there was a little bit of hope that with the announcement. But then you know the devil's always in the details, as they say. True. Look, the twenty-one mil sounds good on the top. That's the divider. Mm. Yeah. Now you're going to break it down. What's left? That's you know, right. That's right. just not good enough. Yeah. Where so we are very quick to splurge money in other areas that has really that doesn't serve a purpose at all. Yeah, and um, you know, farming's whether it's on the land or on the sea, it's um, it's a tough endeavour, and you've got to have pretty long pockets to get your way through it. And when something, you know, you're blindsided by imports of of seafood that don't have the same biosecurity rules and responsibilities and it knocks you out of the park it's really really tough but, you know they yeah. didn't bring the white spot someone else brought the white spot and um that's that's pretty tough well what's annoyed me and um it goes back a long way so does the, the list the white spot the white spot goes back to barnaby joyce way back and uh we spoke of a way back in the 90s about the problems that we would have about it. Actually, Laurie Mack was the first one to bring it to uh, attention on the on the airwaves. But um, nothing was ever done about it, and we still don't do anything about it, you know? Oh, I don't know. It just... It appears that, the, you know, for some unknown reason, we just don't want to address that situation. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, I don't know as much about the history of it as you do. I'm just talking about what's happening yeah. out of those farmers up there. And, yeah. and really, that's what's the, the most important, isn't it? Whatever, whatever's happens, happened. We can't change that, but it's what we can do now and what we should be doing now um, to rectify it. Yeah, and just make it easier for our fishermen to be able to get out there, and so we can put our fish in the in the co-ops, which we do but also in the big supermarkets, you know, so we can reverse the trend of 70% of our seafood being eaten in this country, being from overseas. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that. you know. Well, uh, when I was speaking to Mark Benazak yesterday, and I had a chat with him on Friday about the situation that he's trying to deal with the commercial guys with the, with the whales interfering with the commercial catch. And the sharks. And the sharks. And uh, as your fish with uh, Laurie Mack, you'll be aware that the sh- Mr. Sharky uh, doesn't mind helping himself to a feed. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a... Tough conversation. Yeah. Um, Part of it, really, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. It's all right for Kieran to say we need to call him. <laughs> I don't expect Melinda to say that. Well, there's been a couple of seals that uh, around Botany Bay that have been taking people's catches. Do we call them too? No, no, but there have been a lot of problems with a couple of big seals that were in Sydney Harbour. Thank goodness, Melinda, he said no. Thank goodness he said no. <laughs> Yeah, I tell you, I tell you what, Laurie McNally told me the other day that the um, that the seals in Australia eat in three days the whole catch of the commercial fleet for the country in twelve months. Yeah, the statistics are interesting, aren't they? Yeah, that is that is a really interesting one. We but should. I, I still get joy every time I look out on that beach and see a whale sprouting or playing. Um, you know, it does actually show that. You know, our ecosystems and our environment's getting a lot better. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I was talking to a fisherman yesterday, a a couple of fishermen yesterday that were out fishing off Sydney yesterday, and they were spotting 30 whales an hour. Yeah. So there's a fair bit of traffic. It's an extraordinary recovery. And there's a whole industry there too. So, you know, there are a lot of positives associated to it. It shows a pretty healthy ecosystem. Melinda, you have a great rest of the weekend, and we'll look forward to chatting with you. Oh, Laurie McAdell is coming for afternoon tea. Oh, oh. to your place? Yep. Well, spoilt. You will be spoilt because he had a magnificent catch of fish yesterday. 
Oh, well. And he's coming to pick up his, um, his fridge box as well, so... We're going to catch up with yeah. uh, Julie and Laurie this afternoon. Okay, and I'm sure they will bring you a present. Oh, they don't need to. They don't need to. He's listening. He was, he was fascinated to, to learn of um, the air frying of the uh, mug wraps, so we'll have to go through that chapter and verse. I think he's very sceptical about it. But as I told you, it was, um, it was, those mud crabs were sweeter than a lolly. Right. Well, I've got to try that. First of all, I've got to get a mud crab. <laughs> All right, fellas, have a good week. You too, take it easy. Bye. You're listening to High Tide, 24 minutes away from seven. On the other side of this break, we're going to catch up with the weatherman extraordinaire. He's been working some massive hours, and we've woken him up early on this Sunday. State of Origin, the rivalry without rival. Adds another chapter in 2023. Munster into the backfield. The Hammer scores the try. Can Queensland steal the series, or will New South Wales turn the tide in Brisbane? Comes down, they've got a shift. Luoy shifts down the Crichton scores. The battle for state supremacy resumes Wednesday, June 21. Join Origin Live for all the game to action at Suncorp Stadium from 7pm. Australia is having a conversation about the referendum being held later this year. So what's it about? It's about whether we should change the constitution to recognise the first peoples of Australia by setting up an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. The voice will be a permanent body. And it'd give independent advice to the parliament and government on matters that affect First Nations people. Be ready for the conversation. Visit voice.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Polaris End of Financial Year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get 2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approved purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris. Think out. Outside. Installery, installery, installery. Well, the hottest of hot, hot body you've ever seen. Ring comes on steady, hot and strong. It just keeps on and on. Ream's been proudly manufacturing here in Australia for over 80 years. Install a ring. Install a So ask your plumber for Ream, Australia's number one. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Decency supply. With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there, free of charge. Turning miles into minutes. So please, support the work of Angel Flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some. News, Sport, Talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 21 minutes away from 7 o'clock. He's been waiting patiently online. He got a sleep in today, Kieran. Or a sleep in by his scale because he's been up early during the week. Paul Burt, good morning. How are you? Morning, mate. Good. How are you doing, Valley? You sound refreshed and excited and ready to go and attack life. (laughs) All good, mate. No dramas. Easy as pie. Before you get started. Question for you. Yeah. The Century Cove Boat Show. Yes. Right? Yeah, I'm reading here about the Sydney Boat Show. Yeah. What Malfa and you people are running, right, in the BIA. Yeah. And it says here tickets are only available online. Is that what happened up there at Century Cove? Absolutely. And Absolutely. how did that work? 
Mate, perfectly. You had over 50,000 through the gate. We had, um, you know, it's, it's an easy thing. You just jump onto the Sydney International Boat Show website. But what about those that don't have a computer, Paul? Mate, just, uh, well, mate, it's day and age. Everyone's got a computer. If you don't have a computer, talk to your neighbour and, and grab a library. Online. Local library. Yep. Mate, there's computer. Today, today's community runs with technology there, kids. So, you know, it, it is what it is, mate. So yeah. we've just got to adapt to it and, um, you know, and uh, do what so you can do. If you got 50,000 through and they all went on the computer, they'll be very mate. lucky if they get 50,000 here. If we get 50,000 in Sydney, that'll be a good show. Absolutely. It'll be a great show. And uh, Malta do a fantastic job. They are, mate, and this is why the BIA brought them in, because, you know, what they're doing at Century Cove, and, and yeah, this has taken a, a few years to, to get them together. And, uh, mate, they have. The Century Cove Boat Show is, you know, the, the, the prime boat show in Australia. In, for, in fact, in the Southern Hemisphere, probably, you know, even more. It's, it's an incredible pro- show, and the program that they put together is awesome, particularly during COVID. And, um, you know, just knowing that what they offer, and, and, and you know, it is... It is the, 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 the pinnacle of boat shows when you're talking about, you know, the amount of exhibitors, you know, over 700 boats there and, and over 350 exhibitors and you know, everyone's really bustling to get in to the point that the Brisbane boat show is not going ahead now because so, yeah. everyone goes to, to Century Cove and now they're bringing it to Sydney, which is great. Okay, now Sydney boat show is still only one floor? It's only one floor, mate, yeah. And that's the thing last year. The two floors up top, a lot of people didn't realise there was a second floor and uh, it was a little bit dis- disjointed, I believe. Um, but, you know, having everything on that one floor now is going to be incredible. You're going to have a uh, the big uh, fishing stage there that we're all part of and, you know, we'll have uh, Timmy Simpson and, and um, you know, all the... And, you know, yeah, boys most of the people are here, yeah. Yep, yeah, everyone's involved in it. So, it's um, you know, it's going to be a, a fantastic show and then you've got... Uh, all the, the boats, Blakey will be there, and it, it's great. It'll it'll have a lot there, and then of course you've got the Cockle Bay Marina. So it's it, it's interactive, it's fun, it'll be exciting, and of course uh, it's coming to Sydney on the um, you know the third through to the sixth uh, of August. Well, I suppose the, the plus situation here is if I wanted, if I'm really looking up going up market or buying a boat for the first time, hmm. is that I become an early bird ticket purchaser. Correct. Yep. Yep. Get, get your tickets earlier. It's it's a it's a little bit cheaper, and you can um, you know just but it, it gets you into the it gets you into the show. You get uh, it's a little bit more affordable for you, but at the same time, you know that you're, you're guaranteed to to, to have a, a fantastic four day event. Well, not only that, you get the opportunity to win ten thousand dollars off a boat. How good's that? How good is that? I so, mean, you know, uh, if you're feeding them about buying a boat or upgrading, uh, yeah. you know, you would buy a ticket early. Yeah. Somebody's got to win it. Well, you know, just get a ticket early anyway. I mean, yeah. basically, there's, there's uh, you know, you've got the new uh, Suzuki Suzuma boats there, the inflatables. There's lots of other boats there that are, that are really, um, you know, affordable. And if you, you could buy one, get you win the $10,000, and then uh, if you don't use it, Sell it and you've made your profit. How good is that? So, Man, Paul, I've, jump online. Paul, I've been to the boat show. I've worn my I'm uh, the president of the uh, Paul Burt Fan Club shirt and waved all my <laughs> banners every time you're on stage to try and put you off your game. And I've yes. bought a boat with my 19 grand worth of uh, discounts there, and I want to go out fishing today, and I'm up in Queensland. Where do I go? <laughs> Mate, look, it, it's a, it's a great uh, a great week up here of weather we've had. It's been phenomenal. We've got minimal swell and surf. Uh, you know, with today we've got a bit of west southwesterly wind. It'll turn to a nor'east sea breeze, so it's looking all right for today. And tomorrow's even better. Uh, but mate, there's been loads of pearl perch and snapper out on the reef. But it's been an afternoon bite. Okay, uh, it's been an afternoon bite. Uh, obviously, leading up to that um, sort of 7 p.m. high tide. Yeah. A uh, 1 p.m. low tide. So the afternoon run up has been phenomenal. Lots of good fish. Pearl perch, like I mentioned, on the 42 and 50s. We've got plenty of good size uh, kingies out there. Been a few big amberjacks. Plenty of good snapper coming through as well. The morning has been really quiet. A few fish. Don't get me wrong. You'll get bites here and there, but you'll see the sound of clouding right up. Um, you know, we're running the, the 16 inch Garmin on the 30s there, and, and mate, you, you can see fish for a mile away, but, you know, half, half the time they're not feeding at the moment in the morning. Uh, it's an afternoon hit, and they are ravenous in the afternoon. So I'd be heading out. Like, tomorrow we're going to be heading out at around 10 o'clock to fish that uh, afternoon, um, you know, tide change and, and leading up through till dark. 
Uh, but, you know, it's um, there's some good fishing out on the reef. There's uh, talking to a couple of boys yesterday. got a couple of striped marlin. Uh, there's plenty of blue marlin out there as well still. Uh, there's been plenty of good tailors starting to show up on the beaches at the moment. Heats are flooded in the gutters. And the good thing about beach gutter fishing is that you don't need a boat. And two, is you do it from the bank right into those shallow knee-to-waist-deep waters as that tide drops away towards midday low. And, and, mate, all of those little runoffs into those gutters are holding flathead. So, like, an 85mm squidgy soft plastics and black and gold or, you know, something to say, maybe a pearl white, all that sort of stuff, they would just crush it. You'd want maybe, like, a oh, probably a... I wouldn't go 116, it's going to be too long. So maybe, like, a three-quarter ounce with a 2 o hook um, and put that on an 80 fill, 85 or probably a 110mm um, squidgy would, would kill it. You'll crush it out there on good flathead at the moment. They're around in great numbers. Plenty of garfish also around the western side of Wavebreak Island and eastern side. Um, squid have been around in good numbers. Love the squid fishing. Uh, the main channel opposite uh, Main Beach there, the Southport Yacht Club, heading north up towards Crab Island, around the weed banks of, uh, of Wavebreak Island. It's been pretty good as well. And if you want to get up around the jumping pin, I was up there late yesterday afternoon before doing our weather for Channel 7 up here for Queensland. And the um, the tailor were just phenomenal, mate. The amount of bait fish coming in through that bar at the jumping pin is incredible. They're just teeming on the surface, little frogmouth pillies. There's a bazillion birds all diving in, and then every now and then you'll see a flicker, and uh, and then the flickers get a little bit more, you know, choppier on the top, and that's your tailor. They're not big fish; they're choppers, so you know um, that they're good. They're good. So you know you'll get the odd one that's going to be legal at the moment, um, but on the beaches off that northern tip of uh, off South Australia has been incredible. Uh, for those targeting uh, or wanting to target a uh, good, good sized tailor, upwards of a couple of kilos. So, lures for those things at the moment, I'd be running the Halco uh, Twisty, probably 55 grams would be pretty good, or um, or a laser or a radar or anything like that. Anything that's going to be, but I really personally like the Gillies uh, Pilly profile. Comes in a silver, sort of a like a, a, a creamy colour, uh, pearl white, we'll call it, and it's got a bit of a glow underneath the belly, but that's a phenomenal lure. Uh, to use on, on all your fish at the moment. So load your tackle box up with those. You want about 40 or 50 pound fluorocarbon leader and uh, and that'll be enough to get you out there and, and have a bit of fun. But if there's a bit of uh, plenty of sunshine tomorrow, so again, maybe the chrome, they don't come in chrome, those lures, but um, that's where you might want to run your uh, Halco Twisty because they'll come in, in chrome uh, gold or silver. And uh, that, that definitely definitely does a trick as well. well so thank, some good fishing to be to be had, guys. Well, thank goodness the fishing's good because there's no step outside this week. No, not today, mate. Seven Mate's got some sport on today, so uh, but you can jump onto the Seven Plus app and uh, and check it out there, or of course uh, just on the stepoutside.com.au. But yeah, mate. So um, it's going to be a good time. But uh, mate, I'm glad you brought that up about the boat show there, here because uh, Sydney it's going to be a, a, a one floor uh, in the ICC, and then mm-hmm. you've got the Coco Bay Marina. Um, it's jam-packed. They've got more boats this year than they had last year. And, uh, and of course, um, you know, the one big hall. That hall is massive. It's, a, it's one of the biggest in the country. So when you're going into that hall and it's just jammed full of boats and activities and, uh, and, and active stations for people to learn and listen with the fishing stage and, of course, lots of other stages taking place there, it's one that you really want to put on your calendar. It's a, it's a great event. And, yeah. um, no, I look forward to it because... I look forward to it, mate, because there's a boat down there that I probably need to get around in, and that's a Maritima. Yeah, they're, 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 they're a lovely boat. They're, they're nice, mate. Yeah, you know, they're, they're big and bold and, and wonderful. So, um, you know, well, Maritima and the, uh, the, the Rizzle. I mean, you know, there's so many different lovely boats, and the European boats that uh, that coming in as well, are, uh, the, the finish on the European boats are just in, incredible. Like, you know, Aussies, we do a great job, don't get me wrong, but... When you look at the, the other class boats as well, it's um, you know you sit back and you think, how the hell do they do that? It's just it's an eye opener, and uh, it's all on show for people to, to look at as well. Paul, I got to go and pay for this Maritimo. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to yeah, you next. Mate, yeah, you, you, you'd be right. And ET's the uh, the ambassador of uh, of the show this year, which is great. So he's um, he's he's a good guy. I like him, and and uh, we'll be interviewing him up on our uh, on our fishing stage as well. So I look forward to He's got a few to stories to tell. I can't wait for it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Buddy, you have a great week, and we'll chat soon. I will do, mate. And uh, and you too, boys. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. And everyone else listening, just uh, have a wonderful day there. And, of course, Melinda Pavey, don't choke on those oysters that, uh, <laughs> that old mate brings up. <laughs> the legend Paul Bird joining us on High Tide, a break, and then we're back with more. 
Afternoons with Brent Boltitude. According to West Farmer's Michael Chaney, cashed-up international investors are going to be turned off if the voice fails. Brent Boltitude. He should have more decorum as uh, the leader of this country, and he's doing anything he can to try and tip this over the edge. The problems they have in Alice Springs. If the voice is going to change that, tell us how it's going to change that, because that's the sort of rhetoric that we're not getting from the Prime Minister. 2SM Sydney with Brent Boltitude. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au. From sailboats to yachts to jet skis, Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle. And they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. G'day, Dwayne Russell here. Business owners serious about finding good apprentices don't waste time posting job ads that don't work. MEGT's got real people who can help write a winning job ad and post it online for free. With offices in every state, MEGT finds great candidates no matter where you are. They also have an excellent team of mentors to help your workforce keep their eye on the ball. So visit megt.com.au today. They'll help you find the right key position players for your team. That's megt.com.au. Do you suffer from mild arthritis, osteo and other aches and pains? With its natural organic ingredients, Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel might assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockers, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-6671-359. This is Bruno driving to the footy. Oh. And this is his cheap insurer reading the policy fine print. Clause 9D of your car insurance says you're not covered for thingamabobs. Thingamabobbed at claim time? Beware bargain insurance regret, Bruno. Choose Amy instead. Who pays out over 99% of motor claims? Amy does. Lucky you're with Amy. Acceptance rate for the 12 months up to 30 September 2022. Before buying insurance issued by Amy, read the TMD and PDS at amy.com.au and consider if it's right for you. Goodyear Auto Care are your tyre and auto experts. Buy one quality Goodyear tyre and get the second 50% off. Plus, we offer great value car servicing you can trust. Goodyear Auto Care, you're good to go. Call 132343. Selected tyres only, conditions apply. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is uh, seven minutes away from seven. Claude, if you're still listening, can you give us a quick buzz, please? We would very much appreciate that. About four minutes of the program left to go. It's been a busy one this morning, Mr. Riki. It has, it has, yes, and I do apologise. A few people rang in that I had to cut um, Kerry off, but, mate, you know, um, I wish he had run into that story a little bit earlier about the dog taking the fish, but... Um, I, I want to hear the end result. We'll find out for yeah, you. Well, Kerry, uh, well, maybe... I've got to get him back next week anyhow to talk out uh, with Ross Clean, so uh, Kerry, if you want to give me an update about that dog story, and we'll do it next week. Claude has rung in. We do appreciate that, my friend. Thank you very much. How are things out on the water this morning? Mate, remarkably calm. Remarkably calm. Yeah, there's a slight, slight puff of uh, westerly, but there's no no ripple on the water, and it's magic. And I've got uh, I've got three decent sized tailor in the boat already, and. What more can you ask for? Whereabouts are you, Ballpark? Uh, ballpark, uh, Bradley's Head. Okay, out that way. Yeah. Nice. yeah I was uh, I was east of Bradley's Head getting the tailor, but now I'm uh, Bradley's Head getting some squid. Yeah, it's sort of difficult. You want to ask where, whereabouts you are, but you don't want to be too specific, obviously, because uh, fish shows are like that, aren't they? Well, tailor at Elizabeth Bay and uh, squid at Bradley's Head. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. You and asked me where to fish this morning, and I said, you anywhere from Rose Bay yeah. right round? So yeah. what, are you targeting anything today or just out having fun? 
Uh, no, well, I've got through Taylor, which I targeted, yeah. and uh, I was I was on the bot like fishing for kings, but yeah. they're not doing the job. But the Taylor are there, and uh, now I'm on the other side of the river uh, chasing squid. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is nice. It's a bit cool, but it's nice. And when you you had those soft winds yesterday, it was just glorious out on the water. Yeah, absolutely I think, amazing. I, yeah, I think today's going to be a copy. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so absolutely. much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for ringing back. We really appreciate that. <laughs> All right, boys. Great chat. Love your work. <laughs> we have got about two minutes left of the program, Mr. Ricky. Okay. Well, you have a great safe day tomorrow, and I hope the the uh, weather gods are kind to you and Blakey. Well, Blakey, I'll be right. I just hope the Blakey's kind to you. just going for the giggle. Blakey is just going for the giggle. Okay. I sent him a message yesterday with my sailing plan and said he's still keen to go. Would not miss it for quids, quote well, unquote. There you go. And uh, please keep your eye on that sky tomorrow. I think that's less to do with the uh, less to do with his his love and enthusiasm and me, and more to do with the giggle factor. Yep, could that be right? Do you think? Yep, could be on YouTube. <laughs> Good feature. Let's just keep our fingers crossed. The forecast not looking too bad for tomorrow. There is a strong wind warning. I'm hoping that's going to drop a little bit. 20 knots uh, during the day, which is probably the upper limit of where I'd like to be. I'd rather be down around the 10 to 15, but we'll see how it plays out, buddy. We'll see how it plays yeah, out. Yeah, don't forget, uh, fishing today up till about lunchtime, 1, 2 o'clock this afternoon, and give it away after that. Mm-hmm. But uh, have a great day and a safe day, and... Uh I did enjoy my grandson hitting a treble yesterday. We'll look forward to catching up with you next week on High Tide. Stand Bye for now. Down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end. 2SN Super Network News is immediate, independent, unbiased. The authority in charge of developing embassies in Yarralumla found Russia sat on the side for too long without building on it. Today we found out the government also holds national security fears due to its proximity to Parliament. With reporters across the country... Crews involved in a search for a missing man off the New South Wales Hunter Coast have found an empty boat. 48-year-old Ashley McKellar failed to return from a boating trip at Lake Macquarie. As the Senate debates the wording of the Indigenous voice to Parliament, Independent Senator Lydia Thorpe is pushing for a sovereignty amendment before she will lend her support. Whenever news breaks, we are there. Two men entered a business in Coffs Harbour on April 12 and threatened an employee with a knife and hammer. They took cash and other items before fleeing the scene. Super Network News is there.